Welcome back to the Wire Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McCrary. I am here with Thomas Smith. We are in person. We've been doing our last few pods on Skype, which is tough because the audio yes. quality is not that good on Skype. I know. I'm so glad to finally be yes, back in person. We are finally in the flesh. Yes. And we are going to be doing a tw- the 2011 NFL draft or redraft. We did uh, 2010. Yeah, we back. did 2010. So we did 2010 weeks already. Ago. Uh, we're going to be doing 2011, and I'm excited. Yeah. Let's do this. Okay, so I have the number one pick. Yes. You have the number two, two pick. picks. So I have so all the even picks, you and you have all the picks. odds. I have all the odd picks. Let's do this. I'm ready. Let's do it. Um, some of the top players in this draft inc- include Cam Newton, uh, Von Miller, DJ Watt, Guys like that. This is a stack draft. It is a very stack draft. Once we top, once we get down to like in the in the late twenties, it starts going downhill. Yeah, but like it's it's a very stack draft. It's it's pretty good throughout. Oh yeah, but it definitely. does start going down a little bit at at the bottom. There there are, I, I think it's a really deep draft. I think it is too. Even in the late twenties, there's there are solid players. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into it. So you got the number one pick. Yes, I have the number one pick. Let's go. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, they originally took Cam Newton. I'm going to stay with Cam Newton. He had a very good career with the Panthers. He won MVP. Um, he had 182 touchdowns, 108 interceptions, or 182 passing touchdowns. Uh, he, he was a three-time Pro Bowler, a one-time first-team All-Pro. He won the 2015 MVP. He was a 2015 Offensive Player of the Year, and he was he was in 2011 uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Had a very nice career with the Panthers. Led him to a Super Bowl. They didn't win it. Um, but he had a very nice career with the Panthers. I think they made the right choice. I'm going to stick with it. Um, you know, Bob Miller and J.J. Watt are... They're enticing options here at number one, but I think they made the right choice. So yeah. I'm going to stick with uh, Cam Newton. All right, number two, we have the Denver Broncos. Originally, they selected Von Miller, edge rusher from Texas A&M. And, you know, two picks in a row where we stick with the pick. Looks like they made the right pick here. I have them taking Von Miller in this redraft. 490 tackles, uh, 106 sacks over his career, 26 forced fumbles, 216 quarterback hits. He's an eight-time Pro Bowler, three-time first-team All-Pro, four-time second-team All-Pro. He's a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl 50 MVP as well, 2011 Defensive Rookie of the Year, and he made the NFL 2010's All-Decade team. A lot of accolades for Miller. Yeah, Miller has been a stud. Um, You know, started out his career as like a 4-3 outside linebacker for the Broncos. Um, now, I mean, he's been one of the best edge rushers in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, he is a stud. Um, he's been amazing, and I'm excited to see what he can do beside Bradley Chubb, who's coming back from injury. I'm, exci- I'm excited to see what they can do. Next yeah. up, I really the, thought about, I really yeah. did think about taking I, this next guy. So, so it was a toss-up. We did this a couple weeks ago. We did this draft. Um, we just had it all written down. And with the Bills, I was so shocked that this player fell this far. Um, I, I was shocked you didn't pick him at two because I think I think this player is better um, than Von Miller or or has had a better career than Von Miller and that's JJ Watt, edge rusher out of Wisconsin. JJ Watt has been a stud. His um he's had multiple twenty plus sack seasons. I mean, and that just speaks for itself. Yeah. At at his peak, he was amazing. He was a, an MVP candidate. Three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, That's insane. A, yeah, he was a five-time Pro Bowler, five-time First Team All-Pro, 2012 Defensive Player of the Year, 
2014 Defensive Player of the Year, and then 2015 Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. And he made the NFL 2010's All-Decade Team, and he was the 2017 Walter Payton Man of the Year. Doesn't really matter on the field. But yeah, shows he's a good guy. He's a nice off-the-field Yeah, athlete. and the Bills originally took Marcel Darius here, yeah. defensive tackle from Alabama. I got to mention that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah, Marcel Darius was the original pick. J.J. Watt, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's been a beast. At his peak, he was averaging, I mean, he was having, he had multiple 20, 20 plus sack seasons. That's insane. Um, and what year was it where he he was runner up to Aaron Rodgers and in, in I believe MVP that was two thousand fourteen. Yeah, I think it was twenty fourteen. I actually thought JJ Washington won MVP. Um, but yeah. Aaron Rodgers won it. And I think the offensive player is always going to get the yeah. JJ Watt has just been amazing in his career, and I think his peak is better than Von Miller. Yeah. So that's why I would have took JJ Watt at two. I understand um, that, but, yeah. but the reason I took Von Miller over JJ Watt is just because he played more than. Uh, J.J. Watt did. I mean, right. J.J. Watt had, I mean, an injury-prone career, you know, towards the later end of his career. Right. So, Von Miller has been able to consistently stay on the field and produce, where J.J. Watt, as of recently, has really struggled to stay on the field. Yeah. So. Well, I, my thing is, I I, I just care about peak. Like, I would I would take peak. Like, if you had a monster peak, I would take you. Yeah. So, that's my thing. Yeah, I get that. Um. But yeah, this is an easy pick at three. Yeah. Like he, I was going to take J.J. Watt or Von Miller, whoever fell to three. Right. All right, so number four, the Cincinnati Bengals. The original pick was A.J. Green, wide receiver from Georgia. Good pick. He's turned out to be really good. But there are better players. That's that's crazy to say that there are better players in this draft than A.J. Green. So with the redraft pick, the Bengals select Julio Jones, wide receiver from Alabama. Uh, 816 touches, 12,243 yards from scrimmage, and 57 touchdowns on his career. Insane career. He's a seven-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro, three-time second-team All-Pro, and he's made the NFL 2010's All-Decade team. Yeah, this is an easy pick. Julio Jones is going to be a a Hall of Famer. Famer. He's probably a top-ten receiver all-time. Yeah. I would say? I'd say at least top 15. Top 15, okay. At least. I think you can argue. You can argue top 10. I think he's... One of the three best receivers in the NFL right now, I, I would say. Would you Would you agree? Yes. Top three? Top three. At least top five, but I would argue top three. Yeah, okay. Uh, at least top five. Um, he is aging, uh, but he's been a beast for the Falcons his entire career. Um, he, he's, I mean, he hadn't, he's even been good in the playoffs um, in, the, in the Super Bowl run. He was amazing in the Super Bowl. Made a huge catch that should have clinched the game. Uh, but you know what happened after that. He's been amazing. Um, AJ Green was a great. He's a, he was a great selection. He's been amazing. Julio Jones has just been an all timer. Um, so I agree with the pick. Uh, at number five, the Arizona Cardinals orig- originally took Patrick Peterson out of LSU, a cor- cornerback. But I'm gonna go with a different cornerback, and that is Richard Sherman from Stanford. Um, Peterson was a great pick originally. Um, but man, Richard Sherman has had a, a wonderful career. With the Seahawks, and now he's with the 49ers. Yeah. Um, 35 he, career interceptions. That's yeah, crazy. That's crazy. 35 career interceptions, five force fumbles. He's been a five time Pro Bowler, three time first team All Pro, two time second team All Pro. He was a Super Bowl champion with the Seahawks, and he made the NFL 2000, 2010's All Decade team. He's been a beast. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. And enough said. Like, he, he's a stud. So in this redraft, um, what we did was we reset the draft to like the original picks 
prior to draft day. So any trades that happened during the draft were canceled out and everybody got their pick heading into draft day. But pre-draft trades stayed the same. So here the Cleveland Browns we have at six. In the actual draft, they traded down with the Falcons so that the Falcons could take Julio Jones, and they traded down to 21, where they selected Phil Taylor Sr., defensive tackle from Baylor, who didn't really work out. Uh, But in this redraft, they stay at six, and they had a big need at at receiver this year, and so I have them taking A.J. Green, wide receiver from Georgia. Uh, 613 touches, 9,000 yards from scrimmage. Obviously not as good as Julio Jones. 63 touchdowns. Has more career touchdowns than Julio, um, but seven-time Pro Bowler and a three-time second-team All-Pro. He's had a really good career, and he's easily the second-best receiver in this class. Yeah, great pick. Um, uh, Much better pick than Phil Taylor Sr. was. Yeah. Uh, but AJ Green, he's been a beast for the Bengals. I, I I love the pick. And at number seven, the San the San Francisco Forty ers they orig- originally took Alden Smith as rusher from Missouri, but I'm going to take Patrick Peterson, quarterback from LSU, who is the best man corner in the draft. Peterson or er, er, Richie Sherman was the best zone corner. I'm going to take the best man corner available. That's Patrick Peterson. You could argue he was. A better corner than Richard Sherman, I'd say. Uh, like they, they're totally different. Yeah, corners. Sherman's stats are better, but you could. I mean, it's arguable yeah. that Peterson might be better. I, than I'd Sherman. say man corners are more valuable, valuable than, than zone, zone corners. corners. Um, but yeah, uh, Patrick Peterson, he's a beast. Uh, eighty-three career pass deflections, twenty-five career interceptions, two forced fumbles. He's an eight-time Pro Bowler, three-time First Team All-Pro. One-time second-team All-Pro, and he made the NFL 2010's All-Decking team. He's been a beast for the for the Cardinals. I love the pick. I think this is a great value at seven. I think he could have gone higher. Yeah, um, th- this is a great pick for the 49ers. It was a big need at the time, and I I like the selection. Yeah. So at number eight, the Tennessee Titans uh, really reached here and drafted one of the biggest busts uh, in recent history and originally they selected Jake Locker quarterback from Washington they had a big need at quarterback but there's not a lot of quarterback depth left in this draft besides Cam and so I have them taking best player available which in my opinion is Tyron Smith tackle from USC he's been a nine-year starter played 100% of snaps in 2013 2014 and 2015 so three years in a row he played 100% of the snaps that's fantastic he's a seven-time pro bowler two-time first team all pro sec uh two time second team All-Pro, and is also a member of the NFL 2010's All-Decade team. So I, I think he's been a stud, and he might he should make the Hall of Fame if he keeps playing at the level he's been playing at. I mean, he's been a staple on that stout Cowboys offensive line. I mean, he was like the first piece that they added that really like took shape of that offensive line and made it what it is now, which is one of the best O-lines in the country, in the, in the league. So. Right. Yeah, so at the time... This was a very surprising pick because many, the, like the top quarterback in the draft um, was Cam Newton. Right. Second was Blaine Gabbert out of Missouri. So once Cam went off the board, the whole the story of the night was where is Blaine Gabbert going to go? So Jake Clarker went here. Then Blaine Gabbert wasn't even the third quarterback off the board. It was Christian Ponder. So but Blaine Gabbert fell like he had a huge fall in this draft, and that started with Jake Locker. And at so eight. you're going to take him here at nine. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that was just a huge story uh, during the draft. Blaine Gabbert had a huge fall. He ended up being a bust anyway. Um, but yeah, that that was a huge story during the draft. And Jake Locker, 
was a, was the second quarterback off the board, which is just a huge surprise at the time. And obviously a mistake. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, it was. It, I mean, hey, it, it was a, a good decision for everybody that passed on him, but everyone that took quarterbacks also took bust. So yeah, it's true. Um, number nine, the Dallas Cowboys. They originally took Tyron, Tyron Smith, but you took him at eight. So I'm going to take Cameron Jordan, edge rusher out of California. Um, he has four, 463 career tackles, 113 career tackles for loss, 168 quarterback hits, 87 career sacks, and 10 forced fumbles. Accolades are really nice as well. Five-time Pro Bowler, one-time first-team All-Pro, and a two-time second-team All-Pro. And he made the NFL 2010's All-Naked team. He's been really, really good for the Saints. And they had a big need for edge at the time. I wish Tyron Smith was still available here, but he's not. So I'm going to go with the top edge rusher available, and that's Cameron Jordan. He, yeah. He's been really, really good for the Saints. And Cameron Jordan's career has like only gotten better over time. Like he's really—I I wouldn't say he's hitting his peak now, but like his best like years have been the past maybe five years. Right. Yeah. So he's been really good recently. Early in his career, he was good, but he wasn't playing at the level he is now. So this, I, I love this pick here. He's been playing fantastic yeah. recently. Oh, yeah. The last couple of years, he's been one of the better edge rushers in the entire league. Yeah. Maybe not at the top, but like just a tier below like Bob Miller. He's, he's easily top 10 edge rusher in the league. Oh, easily. Well, definitely. Top five. Yeah. Yeah, he's been a stud for New Orleans the last couple of years. Yeah. All right, so number 10, we have the Washington Redskins. Uh, original pick, they actually traded down and selected Ryan Kerrigan, who's an edge rusher out of Purdue. Good pick there, but uh, in this redraft, I have them taking Jason Kelsey, center from Cincinnati. He's an eight-year starter, played 100% of the snaps for the Eagles in 2015, 2016, and 2019. Uh, 99% of snaps in 2013. He's a three-time Pro Bowler, three-time first-team All-Pro, and a Super Bowl champion champion with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's been a staple on their offensive line and also kind of similar to Cameron Jordan. He's been really good towards like the end of his career more so than the beginning. So, I mean, he kind of bloomed and developed into a really good center. Right. Yeah. And you could argue he's the best offensive lineman in the draft. Uh, Tyron Smith. Jason Kelsey's been a stud. Like he's been a staple for the Eagles' offensive line. He's a oh. huge part of a Super Bowl winning team. I yeah, I get that, but I think Tyron Smith's easily better than Jason easily? Kelsey. Easily, I, I mean, in I, my opinion, I I, I mean, you're I think Kelsey's your been a stud. I, I think mean, they, Kelsey's they been a stud been too. But Tyron Smith's been so consistent. Where Jason Kelsey was, I don't think he was a starter his rookie year. He was well, he was a sixth round pick, right? And so he kind of had to like work and get to a place to be a starter, and he had to get better. He wasn't at at a place right, right, right. to be an immediate starter like Tyron Smith was. Right. But he's been fantastic, like top five, maybe top three center in the league for the past couple of years. Yeah, the past yeah he's four been great. Years. And I'm just saying it's arguable. I'm not saying Tyron Smith isn't. I'm just saying. Right. Uh, but yeah, at number 11, the Houston Texans, the original pick was J.J. Watt. Uh, he was not going to last this long, obviously. Right. I took him at three. Uh, for the Bills. This time, I'm going to take Chris Harris Jr., cornerback out of Kansas, who I believe was undrafted. Yeah, he was undrafted. Yeah, he this was is undrafted our first first undrafted guy going in the first round. Uh, he's been really, really good. Five, uh, 518 career tackles. Doesn't really matter for a corner. 86 career pass deflections. I almost said 806. This would have been insane. <laughs> but 86 career pass deflections, 20 career interceptions, six forced fumbles, and his accolades, four-time Pro Bowler, one-time first-team All-Pro, 
two-time second-team All-Pro, and a one-time Super Bowl champion in 2015 uh, with the Broncos. And he made the NFL 2010s All-Decade team. He's been great. He was great in the 2010s, obviously, because he made the All-Decade team. I mean, he's been really, really good for the Broncos. He's been a stud. I like to pick here. They, they needed a corner at the time. And I believe Chris Harris Jr. is arguably the best player available at this point. Yeah. Um, I love that pick. Undrafted guy going all the way to the first round. Awesome. Oh, yeah. All right. So, number 12, we have the Minnesota Vikings. Originally picked a bust. Christian Ponder, quarterback from Florida State. They did need quarterback, but there's nobody here to take. I mean, there's there's really no quarterbacks in this draft that are worth taking besides Cam Newton. Right. Uh, in the first round, at least. Uh, so, in this redraft pick, I thought about going Justin Houston here. But I decided to go Jarrell Casey, defensive tackle from USC. Phenomenal run-stopping defensive tackle for the Titans. Um, Now in Minnesota in this redraft, 493 career tackles, 84 tackles for loss, 115 quarterback hits, 51 sacks, and eight forced fumbles. He's a five-time pro bowler and a one-time second-team all-pro. He's been phenomenal for the Titans. Uh, Now he's with the Denver Broncos, I believe. Or who, who did he go to? Is it the Broncos? Yes. I think he's with the Broncos yes. now, yeah. Who did the Chargers get? Because they traded for somebody, didn't they not? Maybe, maybe they got Jarrell Casey. I'm no, trying to remember. I don't think they got, no, I, I believe, no, no, the Broncos he's, did. Yeah, he's with the Broncos. He's with the Broncos. The Chargers got somebody, did they not? I don't think they, I don't remember. I could have swore they got a defensive tackle. Oh, didn't they get, um, they what's got, the guy's Lindell name? Joseph, right, or no? Uh, no, what's Paul his name? Played in Tampa, then went to Carolina for a little bit. Uh, uh defensive tackle. Ah. Played at Oklahoma. Gerald McCoy. Didn't they get Gerald McCoy? No. I don't think so. Oh, no, he's on the Cowboys. I was about to say Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know who the Chargers got. I thought they got a defensive tackle. Maybe maybe it was maybe it was uh Linball Joseph. I don't know. We'll I'll I'll look it up later. Okay. But Yeah. Um yeah, good pick. Gerald Casey. He's been a really, really good player the last five years. He, I think he's made the Pro Bowl for the last five years. I'm yeah. straight. He's been I believe great so. for the Titans, um, and he's still he's like thirty now. Yeah, I believe he's still young. I mean, the contract is big, which is why the Titans traded him. But he's going to be great for the Broncos, or who already had a good defense before. Yeah, hey, you were right by the way. The Chargers signed Linval Joseph. Okay, so yeah. um, Detroit, the Detroit Lions picking next. They got Nick Fairley originally, a defensive tackle out of Auburn. This time on the redraft, I'm going to take Justin Houston, edge rusher out of Georgia. He has 426 career tackles, 109 career tackles for loss, 136 career quarterback hits, 89.5 career sacks, and 16 career forced fumbles. His accolades aren't as great as all the players above him. He was a four-time Pro Bowler and a one-time first-team All-Pro, but he's been really, really good for the for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's been a, a beast about an age rusher. I love him here. Um, top 15 pick. Easy. Yeah, man, this is such a good edge rushing class. You got J.J. Watt, right. Vaughn Miller. You've got, uh, you're about to have Ryan Kerrigan, too, speaking of edge rushers. So right here, 14, St. Louis Rams. Uh, originally selected Robert Quinn, edge rusher from North Carolina. Speaking of another edge rusher, he's also good. Uh, and But in this redraft, I have them taking Ryan Kerrigan, edge rusher from Purdue. Career stats, 437 tackles, 114 tackles for loss, 141 quarterback hits, 90 sacks, and 26 forced fumbles over, yeah. his, over his career so far. That's that's insane. Uh, he's a four-time pro bowler. Hasn't made a all-pro 
surprisingly. He's been fantastic, especially over the past couple of years, or past like five years or so. He's been really, really good. Oh, yeah. So uh, I like this pick a lot. He's been fantastic for the Redskins. Obviously, I think his role, he's getting older and his role is diminishing a little bit now that they've got Chase Young and Montez Sweat, some younger guys that you know have a little more juice. Uh, but Kerrigan has had a fantastic career, so... Oh yeah, I love the pick. I mean, you could have you could have argued that he could have gone over Justin Houston. Yeah, I think you could have. Uh, but yeah, I, I love the pick here for the Rams. And Kerrigan's been an excellent edge rusher. Um, he's been awesome. Uh, number fifteen, the Miami Dolphins. They originally picked Mike Pouncey, center from Florida, and I'm gonna stay with that pick. Mike Pouncey's been a really really good center. Um, he's a four time Pro Bowler, seven year starter, played a hundred percent of snaps in 2012. He, he's a, been a really really solid center. I, I I like him here. I'm a, a really good pick by the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh. So 16 Jacksonville Jaguars originally traded up to the 10th pick and selected Blaine Gabbert, who you were just talking about falling. Uh, they selected Blaine Gabbert, quarterback out of Missouri. Um. In this redraft, obviously they're not going to take him. Uh. But I have them taking Robert Quinn, who we were just talking about, edge rusher from North Carolina. Uh. Career stats: 290 tackles. Uh, 90 tackles for loss, 145 quarterback hits, 80 and a half sacks, and 25 forced fumbles. Those forced fumbles for him and Kerrigan, uh, that's that's a nice stat for them over their career. Uh, he's a two-time Pro Bowler, one-time first-team All-Pro in 2013 where he had like 19 sacks that year. And that year, interesting tidbit, I know he wasn't Defensive Player of the Year that year, but in 2013 he was the Pro Football Writers of America Defensive Player of the Year. Wow. I just I saw that on the uh, on yeah. the Wikipedia page and I was like, huh, that's interesting that they put that in there that he was the Pro Football Writers of America Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, so he won Defensive Player of the Year for somebody. Yeah, Robert. But, okay, so where's Robert Quinn now? Because he he's not on the on he's the not, Cowboys still, right? No, he's not on the Cowboys he, anymore. He's he got signed Ooh. by the Bears. That's Is right. The, the, Bears? Ba- the Bears offered him a ton of money. Yeah, and he was choosing between the Bears and the Falcons. And the Bears just offered him an insane amount of money. Yeah, and he's only 29. But, and the, the the Cowboys got him for absolutely nothing. Yeah. He got him for a fifth rounder. Yeah, and he produced for he them last year. He was fantastic for, the for them. Um, I love this pick, Robert Quinn, uh, at 16. Really good pick. They weren't going to, obviously, at, at this point, Blaine Gabbert, like in, in 2011, this was seen as a steal. Uh, but now Blaine Gabbert's not even going to go first round in a redraft. That yeah. is cr- it, it, it's crazy. To, if, if someone were to tell, were to have told you in, in 2011, 2011 that yeah. he's gonna, that you would not like take him in a redraft in 2020, he would have told you you're crazy. Bro, if somebody had told you that Cam Newton was the only quarterback in this class that was going to amount to anything, well, I think Tyrod Taylor was in this class. I well, might be wrong. He? I can I can look at that real quick. I think Tyrod Taylor might have been in this class. Um, none of the first round quarterbacks really did anything. Yeah, none of the first round quarterbacks really turned out. Uh, yeah. Oh, so this this draft, the quarterbacks were Cam Newton, and then any quarterbacks that amounted to anything after him were Andy Dalton in the second round. Oh, oh, who yeah, who been has good. been? He's been good. He's he been hasn't good. been. He hasn't been great, but he's no, he been, good. been great. But he's good, been not great. Very solid quarterback. Yeah, and then Tyrod the Right, Tyrod Taylor was selected in the sixth round. Who's been? A solid backup starter role, you know, kind of. Fringe. Yeah, he had a year where he led the Bills to the playoffs. Yeah, he, he was he was good roller. for the Bills, and he you know he's always been really good at not turning the ball over. And then he you know played a role for the Browns, and I guess helping them develop Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. 
but then also Colin Kaepernick was selected in the second round of this draft, Ooh, okay. who you know to uh, help take the 49ers to a Super Bowl. Not, he not, had a good, not a good early career, career, but just had a, a one year of um, just like yeah, which was insane. Uh, but yeah, uh, Robert Quinn, great pick. Blaine Gabbert, I'm sorry, but huh, you're not getting yeah. uh, picked in this redraft. Number uh, 17, the New England Patriots selected Nate Soldier. A tackle from Colorado, and I'm sticking with the pick. Nate Soldier has been really, really good. He's been an eight-year starter, played 100% of snaps in 2012 and 2018, and played 98% of snaps in 2017. And his accolades, uh, nothing much individually, but he won two Super Bowls. He's been really, really solid yeah. for the Patriots. I-, I like the pick. Yeah, he was really good with the Patriots. Uh, hasn't ha- found that same success with the Giants over the past two yeah. years. He's been kind of mad. You know, I think I believe the Giants. I can't remember if they signed him or traded for him but you know it hasn't really worked out but he was fantastic for the Patriots for all those years that he was their starting left tackle so, so who who there was a Patriots tackle that got a lot of money from the Raiders who was that that wasn't Nate Solder was it no no I mean Trent Brown was on the Patriots was it Trent Brown because the Raiders threw a ton of money at a at a tackle from the Patriots a few years back yeah I guess it was Trent Brown because they Trent Brown. I guess it was yeah I forgot. And that worked out for them for last year. For some reason, year. I was thinking it was Nate Solder. Yeah, no, he he's still on the Giants, and he's just he hasn't been playing the same level that he did with right. the Patriots. Uh, anyway, so 18, San Diego Chargers. Originally picked, they pl- uh, excuse me, originally they picked Corey, I believe it's Lyuge. Oh, is that how you say it? I'm not sure. Oh, I, ooh, I, I did not know that. I, I've been I saying honest, it completely different. How do you say it? Like... I don't know. I think it's Liuge or something like that. Something close to that. Oh, that sounds good. Liuge, I think that might be Corey Liuge, I don't know. Anyways, he's a defensive tackle from Illinois. He hasn't had a bad career, but he hasn't. I don't think he's worth a first rounder, especially with all this talent. So in this redraft, I have them taking Cameron Hayward, edge rusher slash defensive tackle from Ohio State. He played most of his career at edge rusher, but he's really excelled over the past uh maybe three years at defensive tackle. Uh, 397 tackles, 79 tackles for loss, 117 quarterback hits, 54 sacks, and six forced fumbles. He's a three-time Pro Bowler and a two-time first-team All-Pro. And I believe all those are within the last, like, four years. Right. Like, the end of his career has been really good because he's moved inside (laughs) and played really well there because they've had guys like T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree on the outside where they don't necessarily need him to play on the edge anymore. Yeah. And he's a bigger guy anyways, so he's – you know, got the right body type to play on the inside, and he's excelled there. Uh, like I just said, making three Pro Bowls and two first-team yeah, All-Pros over nice the past few years. For the 18th pick, very yeah. nice. Uh, 19, the New York Giants. They took Prince of Mukamara, cornerback from Nebraska. Not any bad pick, uh, but in this redraft, I'm going to take Rodney Hudson, center from Florida State, who's been a very, very nice center in the NFL. Seven-year starter, played 100% of snaps in 2014. 2016, 2017, and 2018, and his accolades are not shabby at all. Three, he was a three-time Pro Bowler and a first-team, a first-time, oh wait, a one-time second-team All-Pro. Uh, very nice accolades. He's been a very, very solid center in the NFL. Um, and getting a guy like that at 19, that's a great pick. Yeah. All right, so now we're getting to the 20s. The top of the top is gone now. Now we're gonna start seeing, you know. Some yeah. less talented guys going here, but there's still a lot of really good value here in the first round. 
So, at 20, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers originally selected Adrian Claiborne, edge rusher from Iowa. In this redraft, I have them taking another edge rusher, but it's Muhammad Wilkerson, edge rusher from Temple. Uh, Had some very good years for the Jets, uh, 410 tackles, 71 tackles for loss, 103 quarterback hits, and 44 and a half sacks, 11 forced fumbles as well. Uh, He played on the edge, and he played some inside, too. He was kind of a versatile defensive lineman uh, after his... Tenure was over with the Jets. He went to the Packers, and that didn't work out. He battled with injuries and just never panned out to be anything for the Packers. And so I think his career is pretty much over at this point. But he had a very solid career for the Jets, uh, a one-time Pro Bowler and a two-time second-team All-Pro. Interesting that he was only a one-time Pro Bowler but a two-time second-team All-Pro. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, Mohamed Wilkerson, I like the pick. I like him over Adrian Claiborne. Uh, number 21, the Kansas City Chiefs originally took Jonathan Baldwin, wide receiver out of Pittsburgh. In the redraft, I'm going to take Marcel Darius, defensive tackle from Alabama, who was a uh, top three pick in this draft. Um, he was picked in number three by the Bills. Uh, he falls to 21. Uh, hasn't had a, a bad career, just was not nothing worthy of a top three pick. Uh, his career stats, 365 tackles, 50 tackles for loss, 61 quarterback hits, 37.5 sacks, three fourths fumbles, and he was a two-time Pro Bowl and a one-time first-team All-Pro. Um, nice accolades. Uh, not a bad career, like I said. Just nothing worthy of a top three pick. Um, but he's been a, a very, very. He had. He's had a very solid career with the Bills. Yeah, and he's not. Is he playing? I don't think he's. Is he playing anymore? No. I he's think not, he's still in the league. Really? I don't know who he's playing for. But I feel like he's still in the league. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know who he's playing for if he is. Yeah. So but A solid career. Yeah. So number 22, this is the first guy we have that doesn't have any accolades. I still like the pick, though. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts originally selected Anthony Costanzo, tackle from Boston College, and I have them, you know, sticking with the pick. He's been a nine-year starter for them, played 100% of snaps in 2012, 2013, 2014, 2017, and 2019. He's been an Ironman uh, left tackle for them. He's been uh, great over the past couple of years with the additions of like Quentin Nelson and um, Braden Smith on that offensive line for the Colts, and he's really been, you know, holding that offensive line together. I mean, it hasn't been good before they got Nelson and Smith, but he's been like the one consistent starter on that offensive line over the past few years. So right. he's really been the staple of that offensive line, good or bad. He's been the staple of it. So I like the pick here. I think they get a quality starter out of him at good value at 22. Yeah, definitely. I uh, like the pick. Uh, 23, the Philadelphia Eagles originally selected Danny Watkins, a guard from Baylor. In the redraft, I had them taking DeMarco Murray, a running back from Oklahoma. I believe this was a very solid running back class. It's it's okay. I mean, like, there's besides running besides Demarco Murray, who all is in it? Mark Ingram's in this class. It wasn't. It's not a great class. There's like two solid guys in Demarco Murray and Mark Ingram. But then like the next oh, few is guys, like Ryan Matthews. No, no, okay. he was in 2010. But the oh, next okay. few guys are like Deion Lewis and Bilal Powell. So um, it's okay. not a great. But the two the two first guys have had solid oh, careers. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, Demarco Murray. Um, he's been. He's been solid, had a solid career. Uh, one hundred wait, one thousand nine hundred eleven touches. I would argue more than solid for him. I think he's had a really good career. Yeah, like in the, in his peak, he had a really good career. His peak, uh, where he was a, a offensive player of the year in twenty fourteen, had 
How many yards? He had, I want to say, 1,800 or 1,900. Nearly 2,000 rushing Nearly 2,000 rushing yards for the Cowboys. Um, and not in his career, 9,339 yards from scrimmage, 55 total touchdowns. He's a three-time Pro Bowler, uh, one-time first-team All-Pro, and obviously uh, I've already said he's a 2014 Offensive Player of the Year. Um, yeah, he's been he's been good. Had a good career. Uh, the last couple of years have not been that great, but at his peak, he was a very good running back, especially for that one year with the Cowboys in 2014. Yeah. All right, so at 24, the New Orleans Saints originally uh, selected Cam Jordan, edge rusher from California. We had him going, like, oh, I, yeah. I think top 10. So he's obviously not available here. This was a great pick for them at 24. But in the redraft, they select K.J. Wright, linebacker from Mississippi State. He's been a fantastic player for the Seahawks over his whole career, uh, been an instrumental part of their defense when they were winning, going to those Super Bowls, uh, You know, been a good linebacker paired beside Bobby Wagner. Uh, so 855 career tackles, 55 tackles for loss, 44 passes deflected or defended, uh, five interceptions, 11 and a half sacks, and 10 forced fumbles for him. He's a one-time Pro Bowler and a Super Bowl champion with the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, he's been really, really good. Um, but at 25, the Seattle Seahawks, speaking of them, they originally took James Carpenter, a tackle from Alabama, and the redraft. I had them taking Jamal Sheard, edge rusher from Pittsburgh. He originally went lower than this. But he's had a nice career, 387 tackles, 71 tackles for loss, 92 quarterback hits, 51 and a half sacks, and 13 forced fumbles, and he also won a Super Bowl uh, with the Patriots. He's been a very, very solid edge rusher. Not, like, not an insanely talented edge rusher, but he's had a very, very solid career with the Patriots. Yeah. So, the ball, we had the Baltimore Ravens at 26, and they actually originally traded down one pick and picked 27th. Uh, and the original pick was Jimmy Smith, corner from Colorado, who's been a very solid corner. He's just struggled to stay on the field because of, of health issues and injury problems. So in this redraft, I have them taking a really a wide receiver that I feel like has been underrated his whole career, and that's Doug Baldwin, wide receiver from Stanford. Uh, you know, 6,569 yards from scrimmage. It, you know, it's not fantastic for how long his career was, but 49 touchdowns is really nice. He's a two-time Pro Bowler and a one-time Super Bowl champion uh, with the Seahawks, and I think he had a really good uh, career near the end of his career. He had a good like few seasons where he was like an a thousand yard receiver, a thousand yard receiver, yeah, and had close to double digit touchdowns every year. So, and he was yeah. also benefiting from having Russell Wilson as his quarterback. But he was a really good receiver, and I think near the end of his career, he's one of the most underrated receivers in the league. Yeah, definitely, he was very underrated. Such a good route runner. Uh, Doug Doug Baldwin's a great pick here for the Ravens. At twenty seven, the Atlanta Falcons. Originally, they traded up from this pick to the sixth pick to select Julio Jones, wide receiver from Alabama, who's obviously been great. We already talked about him. In the redraft, I have them reaching a bit and taking Alden Smith, edge rusher from Missouri. I don't know why I had trouble saying that. Um, Has had a great career. He's had a lot of off-the-field issues, but um, his career stats, 180 tackles, 51 tackles for loss, 89 quarterback hits. 47 and a half sacks and six forced fumbles. He's also a one-time Pro Bowler and a one-time first-team All-Pro. And that was a year he had 19 and a half sacks. And yeah. I'm taking him for basically that one year. For two years, basically. Two years, so yeah. I, I would say I hate this pick just because he had like two or three years of good production and then he fell off yes. and got arrested um, and never came back to the league. Except, right. you know, now he's on supposed to – I guess he's on the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, but – 
The Falcons were a playoff team at this point. Right. So, if they can get Alden Smith for those two years, like his rookie year, he had 14 and a half sacks. And then his second year in the league, he had 19 and a half sacks. So, I mean, he went off those first two years, and that's where he gets most of his sack totals from. But if you can have him for those two years and he helps you, like, maybe even get to a Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's it pick 27. Like, this is not like a great. I, I, near in most redrafts, at this point, you're not going to get a whole lot of talent. Right. And now, this is one of the deeper redrafts. It's definitely deeper than uh, the 2010 draft. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, Alden Smith, I'm just taking him for his like three year peak. Yeah. So, the 28th pick, it was originally the New England Patriots selection, and they like traded. This pick got traded around a lot, or the Patriots traded their picks. So they traded this pick, went down into the second round and kept trading down and down and down. And eventually they still picked in the second round, but they ended up basically trading this pick for the 56th overall pick. So with the 56th pick, the New England Patriots selected Shane Vereen running back from California, who's had a solid career as a backup running back. Uh, But in this redraft, I have them taking a quality starter in Mark Ingram running back from Alabama. Um, 8,870 yards from scrimmage and 70 total touchdowns. He's a three-time Pro Bowler. Uh, he's been fantastic, especially in these past couple of years where you know he's had compliments to him. So like, he wasn't necessarily good when he was just the back, but like when the Saints got him, Alvin Kamara, he started really getting a lot better and the yeah. production was getting better. And then now that he goes to the Ravens and they have like Lamar Jackson and they have all kinds of weapons. He's not the main focus anymore, so he really was able to produce a lot last year. So I like this pick, New England Patriots. Even and especially with the Patriots, if they get him, they're gonna do a lot. They're gonna be able to do a lot more with him than I think the Saints did. So I think this is a good pick for the Patriots. Oh yeah, uh, I'm Mark Ingram submitting very very solid running back, very reliable. Um, speaking of reliable, the 29th with the 29th pick, the Chicago Bears originally took. Gabe Karimi, tackle from Wisconsin. In the redraft, I have them taking Randall Cobb, wide receiver from Kentucky. Randall Cobb has had a very, very solid career. Um, hasn't been like a great receiver. Uh, just very reliable, very solid. He's had 587 touches, 6,715 yards from scrimmage, and 44 total touchdowns. And he made the Pro Bowl one time. Um, just been a very, very solid pick. And at 29, uh, you can't do much better than Randall Cobb. Yeah, completely agree. So at number thirty, have the New York Jets. Originally, they selected Muhammad Wilkerson, defensive end or defensive tackle slash edge rusher from Temple. Uh, he's already gone at this point. So I, in this redraft, I have them taking Jimmy Smith, cornerback from Colorado. Jimmy Smith has had a very solid career. He's always been a super talented corner that didn't really live up to his potential uh, a lot because of you know health and not being able to stay on the field but he's got 70 career pass deflections 14 interceptions and he's a one-time Super Bowl champion with the Baltimore Ravens so I like this pick here for the value at 30 right yeah Jimmy Smith is a good solid cornerback and um with the 31st pick the Pittsburgh Steelers originally took Cameron Hayward defensive tackle from Ohio State Obviously, he's not here now. Um, he got picked earlier in the first round. And the redraft, I have them taking Byron Maxwell, cornerback from Clemson. He's been, he was a very, very solid piece for the Se- Seattle Seahawks when they were forming the Legion of Boom. He had two, 245 tackles, 
58 pass deflections, 11 interceptions, and 11 forced fumbles. And he won a Super Bowl in Seattle. Um, not like an, an elite corner, but a very, very good corner and just very solid. Um, would be a great number two guy for you. Yeah. Um, 11... I, and, and, the, and the Steelers needed a corner at this point, so... Um, Byron Maxwell is the best corner available. Yeah, eleven forced fumbles for a corner. Oh yeah, is I, impressive. I noticed that. I was like, yeah, that's pretty. He's the same amount of forced fumbles as picks, and the eleven picks is not is not that bad for his career. I mean, he's played ten years, about a, a pick a year. Right. So that's not terrible. He's right. been he's been a solid number two guy, like you yeah. said. All right, so the final pick of the draft, we really started running out of players here. I don't hate this pick, but I think this guy's overrated. I've always kind of thought that. Uh, but the thirty second pick, the Green Bay Packers. Originally selected Derek Sherrod, tackle from Mississippi State. But in this redraft, I have them taking Kyle Rudolph, tight end from Notre Dame. Uh, 4,154 yards from scrimmage and 47 total touchdowns. Somehow he's a two-time Pro Bowler. I don't really understand that. He hasn't had any – I don't think – I think when I was looking at his stats, I don't think he's had a single 1,000-yard season. He's just been – meh his whole career and I've always thought he was kind of overrated like he's a solid tight end but he's not like a I don't even know if he's a top seven tight end in the league or maybe not even top 10 right so I think he's he's okay for the 32nd pick because we kind of started running out of guys here there weren't a lot of guys where there was value but totally agree yeah okay one question I wanted to ask you before we end this if if you don't take Cam Newton at one, where does he go? If Cam Newton doesn't go one, he probably goes four. Four? Ah, uh, yeah, he probably goes four. I can see him going anywhere from like four to like twelve. I would have taken him at four, like pretty pretty easily. Yeah, just because that was one of the Bengals' biggest needs at the time. Because I'm pretty sure they had recently gotten rid of Carson Palmer, and they just were struggling to find somebody at quarterback and Cam Newton would have been, you know, great for them too. So I think if you don't take into consideration team need, I think Newton might fall. Yeah. I would I, if you if you're looking at like if you're looking at just the careers and accolades and talent of these players alone, I think Newton might fall out of the top ten. Right. But That's what I'm thinking, when like, you're looking at team like needs, 10 or 12, 11 or 10 or 12, possibly. Yeah. When you're looking at team needs and what he was able to do with Carolina, like he won MVP in 2015 and he also was able to take them to a Super Bowl and like a 15 and 1 record. Right. I think that's a that's a big part of oh, yeah. of why he went number 1. Well, this draft is so good. Like it's pretty deep. Yeah, like, it's a really deep round. draft. Like it, you you still are getting really really good players late in the 20s. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure. This is a good deep draft. I, I enjoyed that. 2010 was so hard. 2010 was hard because, like, the top maybe, like, 15, maybe even less than that, were, like, really good. Or not even really good. It was just, like, solid. And then once it got past that, I was we were just yeah, struggling just to like, make picks. Oh Lord, I'm, totally. like, taking Sam Shields at one point yeah. who was just had such a meh career. Right. So, yeah, it's just... It was it was a bad it was a bad draft. 2010 was not good. No, but 2011 really, really good. And really I think good. I think the next couple few drafts that we do like excluding 2013 all those drafts are going to be pretty good. Yeah. So, was 2013 the one where Eric Fisher went number 1? I believe. Yes, it was. it was. And like the top quarterbacks were like EJ Manuel. So, that one is that one's rough. Yeah. But Th- that is rough. Yeah, that's pretty much going to do it for us today. Hope you all enjoyed that. 
If you want to see more content from us, check out our website at thewiresports.com. We have articles up there. We have this podcast. You can go check that out. We also have a YouTube channel called The Wire. I mean, you can find our videos on our website as well. Um, I think you just recently released a way too early t- 2021 uh, NFL mock draft. So go check that out. It's really good. And um, we're, the NBA draft is coming up in a few months. It keeps getting pushed back. Um, hopefully it'll happen during the summer. We just don't know what's going to happen with coronavirus and, and with the NBA season, if it returns or not. Uh, but I will have some content regarding the NBA drafts coming out. But we hope you all enjoyed this. And we'll be doing some more NFL redrafts soon. Because um, there's not much to talk about with yeah. uh, COVID-19 ruining our lives. Yes. But yeah, uh, I hope you all enjoyed that. We will see you all next time. Yeah.